Hello, my name is Paul Harvey and I am a midlife coach and you are listening to a life, passion and business shortcast. Now over the last few years I have spoken to hundreds of people and I've discovered that our story is everything because what we do, feel or experience is based on the stories that we tell ourselves. This shortcast is a bite-sized episode to explore the ingredients of a good life. We bring out the thoughts, tips and tools so you can try them on for size. So let's explore and see what is possible. Hello and welcome to A Reflection. So this is it, the first real week of 2024 is about to begin. Actually, for many people in the UK, tomorrow will be the first proper day back at work, as last week is a bit of a funny week for people in the UK. A lot of people take time off with that between Christmas, that short week. And for me, it'll be the first day back uh, properly at my desk. But it's interesting, you know, 20 years plus, actually more than 20 years ago, when I worked for a, a large retail organisation, the first week of January was the first week of Christmas for the following, for that, that year, because I would go off to um, an industrial estate in the back end of Paris somewhere, and I would be looking at Christmas decorations. For, and it was very weird leaving Christmas and coming, you know, going back to work to Christmas. The one thing that came out of that week that stayed with me, actually, it was two things. One is glitter gets everywhere and it's hateful stuff. And the second thing was, was King's cake. Because being in Paris, they serve, they celebrate uh, the beginning of Epiphany, the end of uh, 12, the end of 12 days of Christmas, the beginning of Epiphany with King's cake. And it is a, a patisserie type cake, uh, like a pastry cake with a patisserie filling. And I've always so enjoyed that cake that I got to miss it when I moved to Scotland because I leave that, left that job and I decided to start making it myself at that time of year. And to go with that, I would do a king's dinner. And so we started inviting friends over on Twelfth Night to have a meal, have king's cake and talk about wisdom and inspiration for the coming year. Outside of um, the COVID years, when we couldn't do that sort of thing, um, we've done it pretty much every year. And Friday was our King's Night celebration. So for me, that is the end of Christmas, the King's Night celebration. Everything comes down and Christmas is ended now. There's no going back and selecting Christmas decorations tomorrow. Now my life is very different. That evening, that evening, sitting around a table with seven people was this around the table this year. And we were talking about inspiration and wisdom for the coming year. And this is part of the reason why I really struggle with this idea of setting intentions or goals around New Year's Eve. I think that time is, is you know, we're still cooking, we're still finishing the end of the year, and we're still in that quiet time, in that kind of time of reflection. And I tend to use those days between New Year's Eve and um, King's Day, Twelfth Night, to set myself intentions or to just sit with the idea of what the coming year will bring. And I've already hinted at it in the last podcast and said there's some things that I am doing this, this year which I'm, I'm excited about. But they're lightweight intentions at the moment. They're not, they're not fully formed. And that's what I want to talk to you about today is that this how to approach the year from a different perspective. Now, I mean, I appreciate if you've set yourself New, year, New Year's intentions or resolutions, good for you. All I can say is, is this is the toughest time of year to do those sort of things because January 
certainly in the UK, in the Northern Hemisphere, is a very classically depressing month. And I think part of that depression comes from the fact that we've had this this high energy build up towards the Christmas celebration, the festive period, and it drops off into nothingness. And that's why people struggle to find meaning or or a sense of drive in January. And hence why sometimes the goals or moving forward an intention can be a powerful motivator. But it can also be a demotivator. It can go either way, depending on what kind of person you are. You know, for every one person that sets themselves some, some great goals and intentions on New Year's Eve, there'll be five people that set it and don't achieve it. And it's probably a higher number than that. I mean, they say most people have dropped their um, their resolutions by the second week of January. So how can we set meaningful goals, resolutions or intentions in January that will hold us what we can hold throughout the year? I think it's about the quality of the intention, about where it's coming from. And this is a really big point, where it's coming from. When we are taking our goals and intentions from the surface, from the things around us. So if the car is getting old and my intention, my goal is to get a new car this year. If I'm getting fed up on my job and I want a new job this year. These are worldly intentions. They're they're things around us. Not not that they are not valid intentions or goals. The problem is with them is that they are external things from ourself, external things from what is really important to us. One thing I'm becoming really clear on as I age and as I explore more of this idea of what it means to live a good life is that it's about looking within ourselves for the answers and not outside of ourselves. When we can drive our life from internal intuition and inspiration what we achieve out of that is so much more rewarding and some of those things may be very very small those things that we achieve they may be small things but somehow they have a greater value and that's one of the things I have noticed as we become more Noticing myself and in people I speak to, as we become more um, manipulated by the outside world, and it's easy done to become manipulated by the outside world because there's media, there's social media, there's all the things around us which say that we need to do these things in order to be successful, need to be, need to be, in order to make our mark. What happens when we do that is that the inner voice, the intuition the internal inspiration gets quieter, gets smaller, gets crushed out, gets compressed. And it takes us some time to decompress, to take time to listen to that voice, to hear it properly. And that's my message today, really. That's the simplest message today that I would give you, is that it's about listening to that inner voice, that inner desire. And being open to the opportunity and the the new things that come from it. If we want to create something different in our lives and lead a life that is, for all intents and purposes, a good life, 
it is about finding fresh and new things to do. It is about finding new intentions. And the problem is with most people's intentions, it is actually more of the same. If I want to get a new car this year, it's about a new car. It's just another car, a a car that's different from the one I have now. Where's the newness in that? And it will still move me from A to B. It'll just do it in different comforts or with less energy or with a different fuel. What could I do? What could you do this year that would be new and help you discover something new about yourself? So how do you start this process? How are you going to find this? It's about awareness and being aware of those moments of intuition. There are times when things come to me. I think the most powerful time of intuition and awareness for me is that moment of waking up. There's a moment between unconscious and consciousness when things come to me. And it's an incredibly valuable time. I've noticed over the last few weeks that I have been really tired in the mornings and I have not been aware. I've not been allowing myself enough space to be aware aware of that, of that golden time. So if you can allow yourself some golden time, and I'm going to put some effort into this week, that's a great place to find intuition, to find things that, that inspire. Now, I appreciate we all have busy lives. And particularly if you've got children and families and things to do in the morning. So if that doesn't work for you, then it might be time, you might need to find some other solution to it or wake up earlier. The other place that I find it works for me is when I am exercising. So, as you know, I'm a runner. And when I'm running, particularly if I'm on a um, getting into that rhythm, there is things that come to me during the rhythm. And it's kind of running for me is kind of meditative. So I guess that's probably where it comes from. If you do meditate, great time to do it. Great time to listen to what's going on inside you. Journaling is another one. Ask the question of yourself in a journal. What is it that I really want? What is it that I really need? What would feed me this year? Simple prompts like that can open the door to conversation. As always, you need to make time to discover this stuff. And a powerful goal or intention when it comes from inspiration and intuition is already halfway there. And that is why it's so amazing when all of these things come into alignment. So an update on the million dollar year conversation, which I've been talking about the last couple of podcasts. It is still possible to join the million dollar year experiment. You'll find the links in the show notes. And, you know, it's been an interesting week on that conversation. One of the things that's been touched on this week is do you feel you deserve it? What do you deserve? Um, and I can't say too much because obviously it's part of the program and, and it's, you know, you need to join it if you want to follow it. But it's interesting, isn't it? Do I deserve that sort of money in my life? I tell you something, it's opened some conversations in my head, that's for sure, and on my journal. Very worthwhile exploring. So do check out the links in the show notes and you will find out more details about how to take part in the Million Dollar Challenge. If you don't know what I'm talking about, check out the previous couple of podcasts and you'll hear the full story 
about Joanna Hunter's experiment about how to be, well, could it be possible to generate $1 million in one year? And that's it for me for this week. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a friend. And could I ask you a really big favour? If you are enjoying this podcast, could you please leave a comment somewhere or give us some stars? Because this is the stuff, the, the thing that makes the difference in the algorithms on the podcast apps and things. It really, really does help when you support content creators like myself. So if you could, yeah, not just my podcast, any podcast, if you support someone like this who is making content that you enjoy let the world know about it because that's what truly makes a difference anyway as always thank you so much for your time and attention i will catch you next time all the best